Our scripture reading this morning is going to come from Isaiah chapter 64. As I mentioned, the children are going to remain with us this morning in our service so that they can celebrate with us too through the celebrating the faithfulness of Pastor Ron and Kay. Isaiah chapter 64, verses 4 and 5. It's in page 623 if you're using a pew Bible this morning. Isaiah 64, verse 4. From of old, no one has heard or perceived by the ear. No eye has seen a God besides you who acts for those who wait for him. You meet him who joyfully works righteousness, those who remember you in your ways. This morning, as I've mentioned a number of times, we're going to celebrate our God, and we're going to celebrate Pastor Ron and Kay. Pastor Ron has pointed us to this verse, Isaiah chapter 64, verse 4, a number of times through the ministry. In fact, I think the phrase that he would use is that this needs to be a banner over our lives, over our hearts, is what he would say. That no ear has heard, no eye has seen a God besides you who acts for those who wait for him. And that has been a banner over his ministry here at Richland. But this morning, I think the next verse, the first part of verse 5, has been a banner over their ministry, over Pastor Ron and Kay. That you, God, meet him who joyfully works righteousness. Those who remember you, remember God in all of his ways. And so this morning, I want to share just a little bit about both of those things. The God who no ear has heard or eye has seen And Pastor Ron and Kay, who I think have joyfully worked righteousness and remembered God in all of his ways. As I told you, I've been doing some math this week, Pastor Ron. And uh, and these numbers are amazing to me. Things that, that conservatively, as I've done the math, conservatively, these are some of the numbers of things that I think Pastor Ron and Kay have done in their 40 years of ministry. They've joyfully worked righteousness in a number of ways. Pastor Ron has probably preached over 1,800 Sunday morning messages here at Richland in his 40 years. Half of those years, there was also a Sunday night service here at Richland. So half of 18 is 900 more, and so it's a conservative estimate that Pastor Ron has preached here at the Richland Church in his 40 years of ministry 2,700 sermons that he has prepared and shared from this pulpit. Kay has probably heard 10 of those. Because every time that Pastor Ron has been in this pulpit, Kay also has been in her own classroom leading and teaching at the exact same time. And so as I share these numbers... 2,700 messages, I don't mean just Pastor Ron. I think Kay has been in step with every part of this ministry as they have gone through these 40 years. If, if Pastor Ron conservatively spent 10 hours each week on those messages, 
he has probably put in 27,000 hours of sermon prep. And if he took a few weeks off in there, he's done more than 25,000 hours of sermon prep in 40 years. That's more than three years of his life, 24-7, if you were to calculate it out, has been spent in just preparing to come and to lead us. And I'm grateful today, Pastor Ron, that you have been faithful to the word. That you have committed to preaching through and not around hard things. Evidenced by the current series that you're in in Romans right now. You have constantly, throughout your 40 years of ministry, have saturated your mind and your heart in scripture. One of the characteristics, Jenny and I talked about this this week, one of the characteristics that that we often think of, one of the first characteristics that we think of when we think of Pastor Ron is that he is wise. And I think that comes from 27,000 hours in preparation in the word, thinking, preparing, praying that God would strengthen him and use him as he leads his church. Week after week, Pastor Ron has pointed us to find hope and the promises of God found in his word. But it's not just 2,700 messages that have happened throughout the course of their 40 years of ministry. They've been involved in baptisms and dedications and weddings and funerals. And again, this is an estimated number, but, but I'm guessing that in each of those, each baptism, each dedication, weddings, funerals, there have been more than a hundred baptisms, more than a hundred dedications, maybe even closer to 200, depending on, on what average we use for that, of each of those things. And I believe that there are families, when we talk about the longevity of Pastor Ron's ministry, I think that there could be families where when he showed up in 1979, that there might be a young person who was was young in their faith, maybe even baptized somewhere in there early on in his ministry. And that person could have then gotten married and Pastor Ron could have done their wedding. And then that person could have had children and Pastor Ron would have dedicated that person's children here at the church and then baptized that person's children. And then those children could have gotten married and Pastor Ron could have done that wedding. Those people could have had children and Pastor Ron could have dedicated those children. And maybe those children could have gotten old enough and come to faith and been baptized as well. That is 40 years of faithfulness. Dedications, baptisms, weddings, funerals. Pastor Ron has been a part of all of those. He has visited dozens, if not hundreds, of hospital rooms and bedsides. And not just in Aberdeen, but all over the Midwest. Many of you know of times, many of you maybe even have been the person who has been in a hospital in Sioux Falls or Rochester or Minneapolis, and Pastor Ron has been there. 
Pastor Ron has not given up on people. In fact, one of the things that he and I sometimes talk about is, is times where he will bump into someone and, and feel regret is the best way that I can say it. Feel regret about someone who, who we have had a connection with, that we have had ministry with here at Richland, and we no longer do. And some of those people, some of those people have not attended Richland in the 24 years that I've been here. That's longevity. That's faithfulness. Pastor Ron doesn't give up on people. Kay does not give up on people. Their longevity has produced connections that we cannot even begin to quantify. But it's not just that they haven't given up on people, but it's that they have poured their lives, that they have poured their lives into those around them. There's not even a way to quantify. There's not a number that we can give that would count the numbers of conversations and meals and tears and hugs and prayers that have come through Pastor Ron and Kay in their 40 years of ministry at Richland. They've poured their lives. Particularly, I feel this. They've hired staff. And Pastor Ron has poured his life and his ministry into me. There's times that, that he has patiently trained staff. There's more than, more than just me, but he's patiently trained us. He has nudged us. He has pointed us. He has even exasperatedly and emphatically told us how to do ministry. But he has led us well, and he has poured his life into me, my ministry, my ministry is a huge part of his longevity. God has been faithful to me by being faithful through Pastor Ron. Pastor Ron's joyfully worked righteousness. Pastor Ron and Kay have joyfully worked righteousness in sermons, in baptisms, dedications, weddings, funerals. But we also are feeling that joyfully working righteousness in physical things as well. If we're going to talk about 40 years of ministry, we have to talk about things that have happened here at the church, both, both in buildings and, and, and vans and those kinds of things. That's been a huge part of their ministry. In 1979, when they came, there was a, a sanctuary which had a couple of classrooms and a bathroom, and there was a separate building, which is our fellowship hall, and there was a gap between the two, and his office was in the parsonage. I think, I don't know this for fact, I, I meant to check it and forgot, I think there might have been one van that the church owned at that time, but I'm not even positive about that. That might have come after they arrived. And since that time, since that time we've connected the fellowship hall and the, and the old sanctuary, and now that sanctuary is, is the youth center. They built classrooms for, for Sunday school and for Wednesday night. Uh, times in that hallway and above the sanctuary, the old sanctuary. They were committed to doing those things for children and youth ministries. They added a kitchen and the youth room, which now has the We Worship room underneath the kitchen. We converted the youth center or the old sanctuary into the youth center. We added on this building that we're in right now, expanded the fellowship hall. And even now, after 40 years of ministry, Pastor Ron is still leading us as a congregation into a new project. 
He's not shying away from hard but necessary things, even after 40 years. Pastor Ron and Kay, you guys have been so faithful in children's and youth ministry, even in the middle of everywhere. You have committed to bringing children and youth to Richland. In fact, you have, we, we have, I've written down sold, but to be honest, we have junked off six vans um, or buses that we have used to where they cannot be used anymore and they give us a couple hundred dollars for the metal when we're done with them. We've done that six times and we still have out in the parking lot five vehicles today that we continue to use. And Pastor Ron has faithfully driven those vans even on days when he has to teach and lead. He still is behind the wheel driving those vehicles. But it's not just buildings and vans. But the ministry of Pastor Ron and Kay over these 40 years has been seen in building up people. Building up missionaries in Asia and the Middle East and Alaska. Building up pastors around the United States. Building up Sunday school teachers and worship leaders and elders. And not just full-time church workers, but moms and dads and grandparents, they, their ministry has been about building and strengthening believers in their walk. That is 40 years of faithfulness. There are times, Pastor Ron, I know, where you preached probably twice on a Sunday in the morning and in the evening, and the next day, you left for youth or kids' camp, and then you watched over our students while they were at camp, maybe even directed parts of the camp. You returned home at the end of the week. You mowed all the lawns at the church. You maybe even did a wedding that weekend. You preached twice more on Sunday, and then the next day, you went back to camp. And you didn't just do that once. You did that for a number of years. And all the while, you were filling multiple offices and roles, both for our district as well as for the general church. And in the midst of all of those things, you were a faithful husband of one wife. You were the father of four children, as well as several more who have been and even today are in your home through foster care. You've been the faithful grandfather of nine. And in the midst of all that, you were a caregiver and a surrogate parent for three of your own parents as they lived with both of you before they passed away. You have been faithfully, joyfully working righteousness in your 40 years of ministry here at Richland. You have exhibited a dependence on God through that whole process. Never in my time here, and I think I can safely say never in your 40 years of ministry at Richland, have you ever pointed to your own strength or your own gumption, your own willpower, your own determination. In fact, I think you're sitting there squirming now that I've been sharing these things this morning. 
you have faithfully showed us as an example to be dependent upon God. And I don't just mean this to say, Pastor Ron, okay, I, this is true for you too. You don't quit. You are strong. And yet I know exactly what it means to you when we sing the song, Lord, I need you, I need you, every hour I need you. In fact, last Sunday I stood behind you and saw you crying as we sang that song last week. You've been dependent on God. Even in your strength, you haven't done it in your own power, but have looked to him. You've joyfully worked righteousness, but you have also remembered him, remembered God in all of his ways. You have faithfully reminded us here in this pulpit, upstairs in the children's chapel. You have faithfully reminded us that there's nowhere else to go. That Jesus is the perfect sacrifice. Only he has the words of eternal life. You've remembered him in all of his ways by pointing us to our hope in Christ. The words Christ-centered, God-centered, cross-centered, gospel-centered, all of those things have been the theme and the focus of your ministry. You've asked us to look to God. The God of Isaiah 64.4. From of old, no one has heard or perceived by the ear, no eye has seen a God besides you who acts, you would say, it does no injustice to the, to the scripture to say who works for those who wait for him. And so this morning, just for a couple minutes, I want to share before we, before we pray over you, I want to share about that God of Isaiah 64 because that's where I want our focus to be this morning. And I think that's what Pastor Ron and Kay would want as well. Isaiah says in verse 4, that no one has heard of, no one has thought of, no one has seen a God like Ours. That has been the banner over the ministry of Pastor Ron and Kay in their 40 years here. That we serve, that we have a unique God. A God who is unique in his, every, every, in every characteristic, God is unique. In his omniscience and omnipotence, in his goodness, in his justice, in his mercy, in his sovereignty, as in, in his infinity in his eternity God is unique there is no one like our God a hallmark of Wickard's ministry here at Richland has been that we have a big grand glorious God and his uniqueness here in Isaiah chapter 64 his uniqueness is Unfathomable. No ear has heard it. No mind has thought it. No eye has seen it. In Isaiah chapter 46, there's a passage which I think is probably even what Isaiah refers to here in chapter 64. There's a passage in, in chapter 46 where it says, Bel bows down and Nebo stoops, talking about the gods of the Philistines. It says their idols are on beasts and livestock. These things you carry are borne as burdens on weary beasts. They stoop 
They bow down together. They cannot save the burden, but themselves they go into captivity. Listen to me, O house of Jacob, all the remnant of the house of Israel, who have been born by me from before your birth, carried from the womb. Even to your old age, I am he, and to gray hairs I will carry you. I have made and I will bear. I will carry and I will save. Isaiah 46, Isaiah 64 says, our God is unique. Our God is different than the other gods. Isaiah 46, he says, these gods, the gods of the Philistines, they have to be carried everywhere they go. The beasts grow weary. The only way they get from one place to another is that someone puts them on their back and carries them there. Their burden is heavy. But our God, our God is unique. Our God, our God does not need to be carried. Our God does not need to be helped. Our God does not need to be rescued. Our God does not need to be saved. No. Isaiah 64.4 says that our God, our God does the work. Our God is the servant. Our God does the carrying. Our God does the helping. Our God does the rescuing. Our God does the saving. The God of the Old Testament and the God of the New Testament. Jesus says it this way. He says, even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Our hope this morning It's not in the faithfulness of Pastor Ron and Kay. It's not in a continued 40 years of faithfulness. Our hope is in a God who acts for those who wait for him. Pastor Ron and Kay's ministry has been to point to to that God, to point to that work. Their hope, their ministry has been to point to the one who works, who has worked, and who is working to save us. Our God is unique, and he works for those who wait for him. Pastor Ron and Kay have been faithful in their service. They have been unending in their work. They have been a steady Influence to all of us here at Richland. And it culminates in us pointing towards God, looking to Him from no, of old, no, er, no ear has heard, no eye has seen a God besides you who acts for those who wait for Him. This morning, we want to celebrate 40 years of faithful ministry. But more than that, a God who works for us, whose faithfulness is to all generations. This morning, we're going to pray over Pastor Ron and Kay in just a moment. Our elders are going to gather around them here at the altar. Before we do that, though, Dave Palmer and Lyle Palmer are going to come and share just a little bit. So I'm going to let Dave come on up.
Pastor Jason spoke all truth except for we did not have a van when when they came. We got that shortly after, and Pastor Ron took Alan and I and others to Oklahoma City, and we were about 13 or 14 years old at the time, and, and it was not worth $200 when we got rid of it. We were grateful to get rid of that piece of junk. But we have... Um, pastor's been here 40 years, and... Uh, most of us don't know anybody else but Pastor on in the pulpit, but but I I do. I was uh, we had four pastors that I can remember in uh, before Pastor came, and we kind of had a revolving door for a little while, and it's, so it's amazing to celebrate 40 years because it hasn't always been like that, and and we're grateful for that and the influence that he's had on us and the foundation that he's built. And so I have the honor of presenting them with a, with a gift or a token of our appreciation this morning. And we had a hard time trying to uh, decide what to do and how to do it. And, and God just put many things together and uh, out right up to uh, um, uh, we, just, just what we were going to do. And, and we, we settled on a, a stone that we're going to give you that's, that's simple and uh, part of the prairie, and and uh, and we have the the scripture from today on it, and we will we'll put that wherever you want, as long as it's not too far away, and uh, and uh, we're thinking in your garden or your home or whatever, and it's it's sitting out front, and hopefully you've you've seen it, and and it's amazing how how just the details of that came together of the suggestion and and today and everything right down to to my bulls getting out and leading me to this stone on the prairie. So, so we're grateful to give that to you. And, and uh, I've asked Lyle to come this morning, and he's, he's uh, kind of been our elder elder for the, the bulk of the time that pastor's here and, and, and probably knows him better than any of us. So he's going to say just a couple things, and then we'd, we have asked him to pray this morning over, over Pastor Ron as well. So. Uh, before I start, I just want to kind of testify to God's faithfulness. <clears throat> I remember when I was a, a young child, I don't know how old, but Dad and I used to drive from down by Mansfield to prayer service. And the service would be in the old parsonage because he didn't want to heat the church up at that time. And I can still remember the old people praying that God would keep this church open out in the middle of the country and that people would find the Lord here and that he would send us good pastors. I can remember those things. Those old people praying. One day, I sat down and did some math. I knew I was about this old, so that made Dad that old. And those old people, they were way up about 35 or 40 years old. (laughs) 
But the thing that I want to bring out is how faithful God was to those prayers way back there in the beginning of the church. All of this is part of their prayers. And the thing is, we get to add our prayers to that. And we must add our prayers to the that God will keep the church open and give us good pastors and and help us to keep the message pure and simple. Well, this is really a solemn occasion to honor Pastor Ron and Kay for 40 years. But our solemnness is overcome with the joy of working with them for 40 years. It's been a wonderful thing. So let's forget the solemn stuff now and celebrate the 40 years that we've had with Pastor and Kate. We celebrate 40 years of teaching us that the truth of the gospel, even in Romans, and show us how to live it out. Forty years of leading us in building the Richland family. Forty years of leading us to build the buildings in which we worship. Forty years with the best children's leaders in the whole area. That's the reason for the vans that Pastor Jason talked about. Forty years raising their family among us, and then leaving three of them back there to teach Indiana. But we get one to, to stay in and raise their family with us. We're thankful. <clears throat> Forty years of the prime productive, productive time of their life spent out here on the prairie preaching the gospel and building this family. We thank God so much for Ron and Kay that they, and how they led us in choosing Pastor Jason and, and Jenny to be their helper and our, our pastors too. So today we honor them, Ron and Kay for spending so much of their life with us. We rejoice in the years spent together and the years we look forward to yet, they aren't done. You can't quit at this age. <clears throat> we thank them for all that, but in the, end, in the end, God gets the glory. It was him that worked this all out, brought, it, brought Ron and Kay to us. <clears throat> we thank the Lord and praise him for his goodness in sending Pastor Ron and Kay to live with us and lead us these 40 years. Now, after 40 years of giving to us, we pray today that this will be a day of renewal for you. It's kind of like at night, you plug your phone in so it's ready to go tomorrow. 
we pray that you, we will plug you in to God's grace and strength and mercy. And, and when uh, we're all gathered together here praying, we're asking God to recharge us all. Give us his grace and strength as we get together and all. <clears throat> we pray, we'll pray for their renewal in faith, energy, love, and patience, and all else that they've spent on us in the last 40 years. As, as God renews you, we pray that some of it will spill over on the rest of us today. And so we'll ask, let's see, when do you want? Oh God in heaven, hear us pray. Fill our hearts this special day. May we receive from your great hand so we in turn may bless this land. We turn to you rejoicing for your blessing through the years. May we build upon this heritage a people free of fears. May we spread the love that we've been taught through 40 years of labor have brought. Now we give you all the glory, for we ask in Jesus' name, that your love in us may be renewed by the Holy Spirit's flame. We pray a special blessing on you today, and we're so thankful for all you've done. Now, we're done praying right now and asking the Lord, but our receivers are open just in case he has something to tell us. So keep your receiver open for God's blessings. Thank you. This morning we're going to close together by sharing in communion. And we normally, regularly, serve communion on the first day of the month. And as the calendar came around and I was thinking about rotating it to a different day, I thought there's really no better way for us to close today, celebrating Pastor Ron and Kay's faithful service, but their ministry, their service to us has been to point to God. He is the one who's been faithful through all generations, who has provided a way for us through his son and the son's perfect ministry so that we might have forgiveness of our sins. And so that's what we're gonna close the service with celebrating today. So our elders are gonna come and we're going to serve together here communion. I invite you to take it and hold it together today and we will share in it together.
The mystery of the cross I cannot comprehend The agonies of Calvary You, the perfect Holy One Take the bitter cup reserved for me. Your blood has washed away my sin. Jesus, thank you. The Father's wrath completely satisfied. Jesus, thank you. Once your enemy. Seated at your table, Jesus, thank you. represents the body of our Lord Jesus Christ which was broken for you take, eat and be grateful Again, I invite you this morning to take it and hold it, and we will partake together. By your perfect sacrifice, I've been brought near. Your enemy, you've made your friend. Out the riches of your glorious grace, your mercy and your kindness know no end. Your 
blood has washed away my sin. Jesus, thank you. The Father's wrath completely satisfied. Jesus, thank you. Once your enemy, now seated at your table. Jesus, thank you. Lover of my soul, I want to represents the blood of Jesus Christ, sacrifice for our sins, take and drink and be grateful. This morning we're going to close with a song that we sang last Sunday for the very first time. As I heard it last Sunday, knowing what we were coming to, what I had been preparing for, uh, as as Matthew led us last week, I thought this is Perfect. This is exactly where I want us to end next week. The Lord is our hope. The Lord is our salvation. I want his name to be on our lips as we end today. And so please stand with me and sing. We're going to sing together one last song as we prepare to close. The grace of God has reached for me. And pulled me from a raging sea 
And I am safe on this solid ground. The Lord is my salvation. I will not fear when darkness falls. His strength will help me scale these walls. I'll see the dawn of the rising sun. The Lord is my salvation. like the Lord our God, strong to save, faithful in love. My debt is paid, and the victory won. The Lord is my salvation. My hope is hidden in the Lord. He flowers each promise of His word. When winter fades, I know spring will come. The Lord is my salvation. In times of waiting, times of need When I know loss, when I am weak I know His grace will renew these days The Lord is my salvation salvation and when I reach my final day he will not leave me in the grave but I will rise he will call me home the Lord is my salvation who is like the Lord our God strong to save faithful in love my dead is pain and the victory won the Lord is my salvation Spirit, the Lord 
God, who is like you? No ear has heard, no mind has thought, no eye has seen a God like you who acts, who works on behalf of those who wait for you. God, we trust, we rest in that hope today. In your everlasting, unending, perfect faithfulness to all generations. We honor and celebrate Pastor Ron and Kay and their work, but God, we look to you. You are our salvation. So help us, God, to rest in the one who does not need to be carried, who is not a burden, who does not need servants, but instead serves. We look to the God who works and acts on behalf of those who wait for him. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm going to ask Pastor Ron and Kay to step out first, I think, today, so that people can greet you. And uh, your rock is on a trailer out in the parking lot. You can see that out there as well. And to everyone else, I hope you can come and share with us and celebrate with us tonight at 7 o'clock at Jenny and my home. Uh, We'll celebrate there with some ice cream and uh, enjoy each other's company there. Thank you for coming today. You're dismissed.